Welcome back to Two Ball Guys and a Microphone. Literally, it's good to be home. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, of course, uh, we had two bald guys last week. I, I, I heard that rumor, but one's so embarrassed he covered it up today. So. Yeah, branding. <laughs> it's all about branding. Of course, um, welcome in, and we got to give a shout out to our good friends over at JH Events and Flowers. Uh, big news coming. Uh, they are opening store number two over in Fox Lake. Very, nice. very excited for them. JHEventsandflowers.com. Run out today and get a bouquet of flowers for Thanksgiving. No better way to rejoice over a dead bird than to have flowers there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Uh, but they're great. Check them out at www.jheventsandflowers.com. Also, our good friends over at Natural Therapy Wellness Center. Uh, if you are stressed, set an appointment and they'll be blessed. Oh, my goodness. Uh, John and his team, best of the fox year after year after year. Massage therapy, reflexology, acupuncture, you name it, deep, deep tissue, sports, um, anything that you have that ails you, they can probably rub it out of you. <laughs> I, uh, I got back from Nebraska at my brother's funeral and then had to go to Winnipeg last week. But in between, I was over by John and his team and had, yeah. a, had a great massage. And uh, uh, John's taking a little break from the actual massage. So I had a, a girl by the name of Maddie who's been working for him for 13 years. 13. Mm -hmm. And she was amazing. Yeah. So uh, check them out, www.mckenrymassage.com or uh, for Black Friday, 815-385-8190. Great, great christmas gifts of course grant elliott good morning, good morning. Grant. glad to have you with us all the way from oshkosh bagosh right up there the uh, hey you know what we uh last week coach you were up uh frolicking with the canadians and uh matt uh we have matt barifato here he is the author of the purpose hunter um where we had a great conversation and in a blink of an eye, the hour got away from us, Absolutely. right? I mean, it was it was amazing. Uh, a lot of good feedback, um, but it's had my mind just absolutely spinning about purpose, the, your life's purpose. Um, and and a lot of it was spinning because he had shared some things in, in the green room. Um, uh, Drew showed up, and uh, Drew uh, just, he hasn't been able to stop talking about you as well. Uh, and he just said, man, he's so cool. I've been at you know, um, <laughs> which is great. Now, um, for those of you who missed last uh, last episode, run out there, check it out. You can go to Spotify and just punch in 216 The Net, um, and it, it's out there on our uh, podcast site. Um, you can go to Apple Music, run out to our website, uh, go to YouTube. It's out there on YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Um, but um, so after you were here, um, and the book is not released yeah, it's coming, it's coming next week or so. I mean, it's going to be very close. I'm on the final editor right now. The book is called Purpose Hunting, and it's just that close to. to We're right there. It's right there. I'm just doing a couple of fine finishing touches. So after after talking, uh, you know, after last week's show, um, we talked a little bit about your compass. We talked about, you know, some some things. Um, and if you, you you can't see it, if you're listening uh, to, to the radio piece of this, um, but if you're catching the video, he's got a stack of papers from 20 years ago, from, from the onset of your conception. Yep. I mean, the original outline transcript, he got notes scribbled all over this. So <clears throat> I, I've had a, an incredible week, but I'm just sitting there like, Am I leaning into what I'm supposed to be leaning into, right? Yeah. Am I following the right blockers? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I do what 90% of the world does, and I go right to the big Google. <laughs> Google. And I punch in, how do I find my life's purpose? Love it. To which it returns... Uh, the Holland Code Test, the Career Finder Test of 2023. That's number one. Uh, and then it jumps down to Knowledge for Men, 
reclaim masculine power. Uh, just like create an epic relationship, it says. Uh, then it goes to career and life planning. Uh, this is with Amazon. Life planning made easy. So what comes next? <laughs> right? Uh, to discover your true self quiz. Take the authenticity quiz. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yeah, I can see why this is a struggle for for everybody. First of all, I didn't I didn't know I needed to be more masculine than that. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I've been running down the wrong lane here for my purpose in life. But uh, hey, Phil, good morning. Glad to see you. Um, so. I I want to I want to ask you without giving away you know the all the the you know the secret sauce. Um, let's talk about that compass again. Yeah, I, I, I want to bring that up because it's I think it's so foundational for what you do and how you help people. Well, thank you, Kent. And first of all, thank you, Tim and and Kent for inviting me back because um, what I really do is I make people think really deeply about stuff. Yeah, thanks, that you. Yeah. He, I, <laughs> My goal is I hope you're not going to sleep tonight is what I, that's my goal. And and, and I, I, apparently it worked to some degree. So let's talk about that because I wanted to, when we left our last conversation uh, last week, I said, I'd like to go deeper on some of these things. And and what most people don't do is they don't, I mean, think of what you Googled and what came up. Yeah. Right. And, and your head spins when, cause someone says purpose and all of a sudden everybody goes to a different place yeah. in what that means in their life. Yeah. And when I was doing this over 25 years ago, when I was really exploring this deep, these deep questions for myself, I said, you know, um, I think it would be really nice if I actually could take these thoughts out of my head, put them on paper and actually have something that would not change. Yeah. that I could actually refer back to. And so I, 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 one day I, I, I said, I'm going to do this thing. And, and uh, uh, I, I jumped into this project and it was creating my company. I didn't realize at the time I was creating my own compass. It was my, what I call cornerstone values. Yeah. And it is, uh, um, how do you say it? Who's the ideal person you want to be in every one of your arenas? Mm. Now let that settle for a second. Right. Who's the ideal person I want to be? And then you go all these different arenas. When I say all of them, yeah. there's really seven of them. And that's what I think gets people really confused. So I jumped in this and and the what the reason I was able to create this compass was I did it one bite at a time. And, and yeah. my whole, I didn't realize I was developing my philosophy, which is the elephant philosophy, which mm-hmm. is how do you eat an elephant, Tim? One bite at a time. That's how that that's how I've, that's the only way that I've ever done a big project. Ken. Unless you're a vegan, unless, <laughs> unless you're a vegan. But then I can say, how do you eat uh, the, the 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 biggest uh, uh, I don't watermelon, know, watermelon, whatever veggie sure. that you would like to eat? Yeah. You're going to just cut it in four pieces and try to eat it. No, you're going to choke. No, no. You got to eat it one bite at a time. And so I, I started doing that 10 minutes a day. I started just write down these things. Who's the ideal person I want to be? And I started with my. And that's my and relationship that, with my wife. I, and I start writing that down. And that's hard. And here's why it's hard. Um, we have information thrown at us through a, through a fire hose. Yes. Right. Yep. And everything is microwave decisions, micro decided, micromanage. You know what I mean? And, and what, oh, master Google. I mean, and, and when I say micro quick, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I went, you know, I went to Google. Right. right. A lot of people do that. Right. Um, so we are trained to go. Eh. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. I spent a minute there. Eh. Let's move on. Right. And so then <clears throat> that's been my bother all week. Uh, one of them. <laughs> right. Just one. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot going on. He's right? got a couple other arenas. Yeah. yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Um, but, um, so I have, I have had to stop. How do you get people to stop thinking shallow and start thinking deep? And this goes to either one of you guys, um, because coach, I know you, you've done a lot of of coaching, of course, the the brain training and those type of things. 
So there's there's a sense of safety playing in the shallow end mm-hmm. of a zero entry pool, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I don't want to go deep a lot. Right. So how 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 do you help somebody who who just goes whoop got in yeah yeah splash 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 I want to hear run. I want to hear yeah. your response to this. Well, one of the things that that I do is you know just ask that that why question you know uh, oh yeah well, I I want to make a difference in people's lives why. Well, I had a coach who, you know, turned my life around. Well, why? How do you do that? How does it make you feel? I Last week, I got to hang out. You heard me tell the story, the high jump story of yeah. uh, visualization, Coach Eck and Lively. I, uh, he was at my brother's funeral. I got wow. to hang out oh, with wow. him for uh, wow. a while. But, you know, I called him and I, I'm like, uh, Coach, I, we're not going to have much time to talk at the funeral. Could, could I get you and Jeanette out to d- dinner? And uh, I said, sure. So on Wednesday... We went out to dinner at a place in North Platte, Nebraska, and just hung out with him for two hours and really found out I wasn't the great kid I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised to hear that. Yeah, right. You know how we, we yeah. color our, oh, our yeah. memories. But really, you know, there's there's people are passionate about what they do, and entrepreneurs are either passionate about their work or their work allows them to experience their passion. They, you know, they're doing well enough. So when I get down to asking people, what does success mean to you? What does your life purpose mean to you? It's, it's an hour conversation of, okay, where did that come from? Where do you think, you know, your desire to, to do this one individual, um, when I was was coaching with him, he said, I, being able to take a vacation with my wife. And I'm like, excuse me? I mean, seemed to be a very successful guy on the outside. But he spent a lot of time, his vacation time, they took people to Haiti and went on mission trips to Haiti. Mm. And he paid for his own mission trips to Haiti. Mm-hmm. So for over 20 years, they'd made this trip once or twice a year to Haiti, and they'd never gone on a vacation, just him and his wife. Mm-hmm. So success for him was to get out on a vacation. He said, do you think that, you know, maybe you could do a fundraiser and, and others would help you fund this trip because they can't make the trip to Haiti and they'd like to be involved. Oh, I can't ask people to do that. Why not? Let's try it. Well, they not only raised enough money to pay for their expenses to go to Haiti, uh, they raised enough to take double what they'd ever taken to wow. Haiti before. Mm-hmm. And it left them time and money to take a vacation to Hawaii. And so, you know, that was, that was very simple. It wasn't about the money. It was about the, it was about being able to give my wife what she wanted. And it took a a pretty deep conversation to get there. So really going into where does that come from? You know, where does your love of coaching come from? Right. I I look at the kids I coach today. (laughs) (laughs) There are moments, right. When you're in the middle of it. And I can see the kids are going to be great athletes, and I can see the kids are going to be great coaches. Mm-hmm. And they're not the same most of the time. That is correct. Right. Uh, the great coaches, one of the books I've outlined that I'd like to write, it's titled From the End of the Bench, because I think that's where great coaches come from. That kid who sits on the end of the bench analyzing the game and seeing the game and able to come in and give two minutes of the best that he right. can. Interesting. Um, and that's where, the you know, Michael Jordan didn't coach. Kobe did. Right. No, Kobe didn't. Well, he helped his daughter's team. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't but coach he didn't professionally, coach. but he, he coached where there was a love of the game. He yeah. did some training. So um, I, I love what Tim was talking about, and I'm going to answer your question yeah. this way because yeah. it's been a um, it's been a part of my life's journey of me figuring out my purpose. Yeah. Is how do you get people to start to go and open up this 900-page book of their life yeah. and go deep into chapter? you know, page 735 quickly. Right. You know how, and that's why I ask my favorite question to everybody when I want to start the topic, which is purpose or passion, which comes first. Mm. And then I say, and then I say, what do you think? And when someone does that, whenever anybody thinks about that, I love you. You guys just did it now. <laughs> you just, yeah, they pause and they go, Hmm, let me, I sure did. Let me think about that. Well, I went to the dictionary because passion comes before purpose in the dictionary. Bada boom. Thanks. <laughs> Try the meal, everybody. Right. Yeah, and, I, and we had, we had this conversation right. last time. Yep. And you and I have, have had this many times. Many times. And, and so then I let someone, you know, 
they squirm a little bit. They spell out. Do I have to give the right answer now? And they go, yeah. well, is there a right answer? And I, and, and I go, okay, I'll let that settle. And I go, you know what, Kent and Tim, here's the real question I'm asking. Why were you born? And then they go, now their eyes go, oh, not, not that question. I'm yeah. going, yeah, that question. And then what I always see them go is they go, some people jump right into it. They know why they're born and some people don't. And some people who don't, then I go, and then I go, that's when I, what I always, when someone thinks it's purpose first, it's almost a, if you know your purpose, it's a, it's a logical question. When you don't know your purpose, which comes first? That's it. And I think that's how you get people to go deep on something they really love is what you're, what are you passionate about? Yeah. Cause you, you ever been to a barbecue or a party or a networking event and all of a sudden someone is just on fire about how to cook mushrooms or 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 this in the garden or right. this in the baking or the, and they go they jump into this thing and when they jump into this thing i'm just going and they go i'm not boring you am i i'm going you're inspiring me right. by your passion right. and i go tell me more and yeah. no one's ever said that yeah. to them and all of a sudden they go really and then they just jump and they would jump. And that's when the, what you just did, right. where then you would go, well, why, why is that so important? And there's always something connected to it that's connected to a purpose. Well, and hold, I think, on, let, let, uh, hold that thought. Let's just say hi to Shana. Shana, Shana says, suggesting people play deep isn't fair. You have to trick them with clever probing questions. <laughs> How about Shana? Thank you. Did I plant? No, you, you heard that. You didn't even hear what I said. And you look what you just said. That's what my trick has been always is how can I get them to share something that they're so passionate about yeah. that th I didn't understand it when I was doing this, when I was back in high school, I never figured out how do I get in these conversations mm -hmm. with people? I, I would get in these deep conversations that I'd stuff where you go, they're talking about a sports team doing something or whatever. And we're over in the corner talking deeply about, oh my goodness, whatever they wanted to talk about. And then I would start to probe and I would just love that connection. And all of a sudden they would go and, and, and I wouldn't really say very much because I'm just listening to their passion. And then I start to make a connection and say, why is that? Why is that? Why is that? And before you know it, the purpose is intertwined so deeply that they've never identified it. Hmm. I shouldn't say never. A lot a of lot times of they don't identify. Yeah. You were saying. I forget. I'm so... <laughs> But you're 100% correct. When somebody is passionate about what they're doing, it doesn't matter what it is. Right. It just watching their their body language, watching. So many people are so closed off today. You know, we're in the uh, how are you world? Fine, and and move on. How are you? Well, my life kind of sucks right now. Right? I had a quadruple <laughs> bypass this year, and then I. You know, before that, I had an infection. And then, you know, as I'm trying to get over that, my brother died. And, you know, my life sucks right now. Thanks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, the speaker, you say, I start off every Monday morning, uh, not yesterday, but Monday, at the Zig Ziglar Corp. And uh, Deanna Blair was the speaker. And she talked about losing her mom and the, the, the pain mm -hmm. that she went through, but how her faith carried her through that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here watching this. I haven't really... You know, I had a good cry since my brother passed away, and I'm sitting there watching it going, I'm turning off the video because, you know, tears are just streaming. And uh, Deanna works for uh, uh, Danny Thomas at St. Jude, uh, and she's just an, an incredible lady. Uh, and I called her up afterwards, and I'm like, Deanna, you, you touched my heart this morning. You know, thank you so much. Uh, because we, we have a tendency to close things off, to shut things off, right? We overthink constantly. You know, oh, I can't do that. If I, if I do that, you know, I'll go broke if I do that. Right. Uh, but when you're super passionate about something, it's going to mm -hmm. work. Right. You know, it's funny. I, I want to say one thing that ties to this. One thing is this. Um, when you all see my TED Talk, now they haven't invited me yet, but they are going to. My TED Talk is going to be about this thing of if you can touch other people with emotion, with your emotion about something you're passionate about, if you don't do that, I think you're stealing the opportunity for them to be inspired by you. 
And I think that I, I really believe that in, in every bone in my body. So it's like when someone says, oh, my boring, you know, I say, no, if you don't do that, you may, you may be the only person that can inspire the person that's talking to you. And by them grabbing onto your passion, that's how they're inspired. And when that happens, you, you don't know what could happen. You might ignite something in them that connects them to their purpose. And they do something so grand that they've never, yeah. and if they weren't inspired by you, what would happen? Shana says, uh, I'm not ashamed uh, to say I have sought the occasional contact high being around the passionate. I don't even need to know what uh, what you are talking about. <laughs> the right. reference to contact high alone makes me. <laughs> <laughs> Does it intrigue you? I, that intrigues um, me. Oh, I know what, I so know what you're saying. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting to watch people, too, when, when somebody's in that zone and then they go, man that's your love right there as a lot of people say right and they stop and think like huh right so um i'm a man that wears several hats right um but anytime that i get a chance to speak about uh 216 creator studios they go whoa that's what you're really passionate about How right about there that? right right because i could talk to them about any one of the jobs or things that i do right but then they're like oh right um, and then people, when that happens, they sit and go, hmm. right? It's kind of, oh, I guess I am. Okay, keep moving, right? <laughs> Wait, who does that? I think a lot of people do, oh, right? I, I'm sure I've, I've, I know I've done it in the past. Like, oh, yeah, right. I, I enjoy it. Oh. And when you think back to the next time that happens, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm really exploring a lot of times of being aware of what's going on in your body. Yeah. Because the next time you feel that happening, when someone actually compliments you on that, stop. And think a moment and then look directly at the person that you've actually affected by that. And then chew on that for a little bit because it's yeah. like, oh my goodness, you're you've got you've got a venue here that is a, a uh it's a place where anybody can grab whatever they are passionate about. Yeah, and they can explore um one of my favorite principles, and Tim was just touching on it. I call it elephant expansion. Elephant expansion is really simple. Go ahead. Can you send John Kennedy the link to join us for a few minutes? Uh, I, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I love elephant expansion. Elephant expansion is when you think of something grandiose. That's why this elephant philosophy is so key. You know, this this compass, uh, Kent, that you're talking, that you asked me to talk about. Yep. It's directly tied to when you ever think about what's most important to you in all of your arenas. There's always a connection, like a spider web connection to your purpose. And if your purpose is the elephant we're talking about, the expansion happens, but all of a sudden, what is that that's sitting under my table here? You just gave birth to an elephant. <laughs> and you go, oh, oh, oh no, no, what happens? Well, if you're not careful, it's going to die. If you're not organized, it's going to die. Yeah. Or you're going to die because it's going to kill you. And sure. you're going, oh, go ahead. No, no I, oh. and, and I love that too. And there was a couple of trunk jokes. I'm sure I could have left. <laughs> that. Uh, I like what Shana says, and I agree 100%. I'm in her camp on this. Shana says that I'm an ace when identifying others' gifts. Why is it hard to see your own? Oh, wow. Yeah, if you uh, if you have them, just jump on the. Uh, you know oh. what, Shana? Here's what I here's my it's, thoughts. It's in the it's in the comments. Here's my thoughts to you on that. Um, when ever since I wrote my first book over 20 years ago, what my book really did, it, it forces people to look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And when they don't like what they see and they take my material, my book and they, Oh, I, I'm going to put that over here now. I'm yeah. going, you've, the person has missed the point. If you don't like what you, what you see, mm -hmm. you can change. So you're talking about it's it's you're right. It is easy when someone has a gift and it's all it's pouring forth. And, and it's, are we recognizing? Here's why you don't recognize it. If 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 you're right, it's like this hand is right between you and the obvious clue. Yeah. And 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 I, you're trying to you know when I'm coaching somebody, they're going like this, and I'm going, I'm stepping back and looking, going, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. And and so Shana, what I really believe is, you know, it's really funny you bring up gifts. Yeah. Because. I really believe this. We talked about this briefly, but I just happen to have this kind of faith about the God I believe in. Everybody can believe in whatever they believe in the spirituality things, but the God I believe in 
gives us a purpose when we're born, I believe. This yeah, is my absolutely. Belief, right? I agree. I okay? agree. Yeah, there's and, a reason we're here. Right? Mm -hmm. And if there's a reason we're here, this guy that I'm talking about, Ken, we talked about this. This guy that I'm talking about is going to, is not a cruel God that's going to give you a right. purpose and not give you the gifts that right. you need right. to let it materialize. The gifts are tools. Mm -hmm. But this guy that I'm talking about has a really quirky sense of humor. What is his sense of humor? He's not going to tell you what your pat, what your purpose is. Yep. And Shana, he's not going to tell you what your gifts are. You got to live your life and figure that out. And that's why my mission in life is to help people go down this path of looking back in in their own history to eighth grade. Yeah. And, and Shane, if you're wondering about your own gifts, you look back to your own life when you were in eighth grade and there were certain things that you did that came so naturally to you. Mm -hmm. They were fun. They were usually connected somehow to where I didn't have to think about it. Right. And I just did it. And a lot of times when I have my workshops and I do this to me, you, you've done workshops too. I've done these workshops and I, I have this brainstorming exercise and I have people think back and I just have, when they smile, like what Kent just did, I go, Hey, what do you, why did you smile? And he goes, I haven't thought about that since I was in eighth grade. I go, yeah, why not? And that's what I think happens. And then life happens to us. And before you know it, I got to make, I got to make, I got to support my family. I got to do this. I got to do this. And before you know it, that gift gets left over here. And what happens when you don't touch something that's a gift, you guys? It, 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 it's going to, you know, uh, it's going to atrophy. Right. Yeah. You know, if you do speak a lot, you know, my wife is wonderful speaking languages. When she doesn't speak language, you know, that Spanish all the time or she, Italian, she, guess what happens? She said she thinks she's rusty. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that was incredible. She feels rusty. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Oh, why? It. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I was uh, speaking to an eighth grade class one time and I, you know, asked that question, what are you going to be when you grow up? Right. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, that doesn't work. Well, one boy I had to come back to him and I said, what do you really like? What are you passionate about? He goes, oh, I love race car. Right. I said, well, then get into the, you know, get into the race car world. He goes, oh, yeah, right, me. I said, you don't think that Dale Earnhardt one day was a confused eighth-grade kid love that. sitting in a class? Yep. I said, you know, you bet you are where everybody has been. You just got to figure out how you get there. I had uh, purchased the, uh, the URL one time called DreamQuest. And I was, you know, Mac, MapQuest was the only, you know, map thing out there at the time. And I thought, DreamQuest? If you could put down where you want to be and where you are, and then and Dream Quest would automatically fill in the slots. I want to be a lawyer. Well, then you got to get straight A's in school. You got to, you know, do this. You got to argue a lot. You got to, you know, you got to compromise your morals and ethics. But, you know, um, you, you've got <laughs> to find that path yeah. because without the path, you don't know. No, how do you find the path? Well, you find somebody who's gone down that path. Right. You're right. And you, you, you get with them and say, hey, help me find my own path right so, uh, but so i think it's i really think it's a discovery you know okay is it a discovery you know i always say find your purpose i mean that's mm -hmm. the name of my course yeah. is find yeah. your purpose mm -hmm. but what i think happens is it's a it's how do you uncover certain things and clues in your life so that when you identify these clues in your life then they all sort of come together and then all of a sudden what happens is then your purpose will emerge yeah from a totally unexpected place. So as I've been thinking about it and um, and right here, and Shane, I agree. Um, actually, I live my life that still that same way as that eighth grader with a lot of sarcasm <laughs> and uh, quick comebacks. Uh, that's who I am. Um, is, is, is this, um, I think, right? And um, it's probably in your book, the purpose hunter that'll be hitting purpose hunting purpose hunting, purpose hunting. yeah okay. but i am no, the I'm purpose getting, hunter I, uh, i'm just confusing you yeah is um we have somehow as humans tried to make our purpose the goal it's not the goal no right i agree i, I um you know i i'm the vision that i'm getting here as as we're talking about it is the early American settlers who were moving west, mm -hmm. right? Well, the goal is to get west, mm -hmm. right? I don't know what I'm gonna, I, I you know, 
as I travel east in my car and go through the mountains, which I absolutely love, I go, if I'm in a covered wagon with a horse, what is going through my head at this point? Right. (laughs) It's like, giddy up. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh my God. Hang on. This you, you know, um, but now we've blasted through it. We've made all these highways and everything. Um, but but it's an you know, Rancher Ron always said life life is uh is not a problem to be solved, it's an adventure to be lived, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and so I think a lot of times as we're talking about purpose, um it it's with us, right? It's 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 you know, going back to your Nebraska eggs. Hog farmers don't know that they smell like hog shit, right? <laughs> That's just yeah. right. It's true. Yeah, yeah. But it, th- you know, if you meet them in the supermarket, you're like, hey, yeah. Jerry, <laughs> right? Um, for a city kid, right? Yeah, yeah. But they—that's the smell of money to them. They don't know, right? You know, right. um, and I think the purpose is that way, right? Mm-hmm. And and your purpose shines and smudges all over you. But we don't have the ability to to understand it because we're always trying to find it. It's like right. a game of hide and seek for us. I think we've made it. And hey, once I find my purpose, I don't know what then I do. So let's talk about yeah. um, a thing that I like to talk about and I do in the book is a, a three-legged stool. You and I use right. that analogy so many times. Everybody yeah. has. I love the three-legged stool analogy because you know what? If every one of the legs is not perfectly in place, and I, I, I have a little diagram that I, 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 yeah. I put in the book, and that is... What are the three legs that I'm talking about? First of all, the top of the three-legged stool is your purpose. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Living, living a fulfilled life. It's your purpose. Yeah. Leg number one are your gifts. To identify what are the gifts that you only you have. Yeah. And and I mean going deep back to eighth grade, going deep back to even before eighth grade. But what are those things that are so natural to you are that you were born with? Yeah. Okay? Leg number two are what are you passionate about? And that's why I love yeah. that question of passion or purpose, which comes first, because everybody has many passions, you guys. I, yeah. We have many things we're passionate about. That, that is un, and so you want to brainstorm them and list them and put them out. Leg number three is the one that I don't think people spend hardly any time with, if not as much time as they should. Yeah. And that is, who are the people you can serve with your gifts and your passion? Interesting. And yeah. then you wrap a ribbon around those three legs. And you don't just dip your toe in that water. You jump in that water and play around in it Yeah. and see what happens. And if you do it long enough, this is my point. If you do it long enough, I, as a coach, I'm never going to quit on anybody because I know there is a purpose there that is given to you by God mm-hmm. that is almost. And I go jump in that water. And guess what happens? over? That's when I said, uh, Kent and Tim, what's going to happen is it's going to emerge. Your purpose is going to emerge. And when it emerges from an unsuspecting place, usually what happens? It comes and it hits you in the chest and you go, boom, and you go, that's it. And you go, it's unmistakable. It's not like, oh, do I think that is? That's it. And then you, then they, then people, their eyes are wide and they go, no, what do I do? Yeah. And then you look uh, below you and you go, you just gave birth to an elephant. Yeah. That is probably the most important elephant that you'll ever have. And if you don't, eat that elephant one bite at a time it will kill you or you'll kill it yeah. and it's okay to eat your own yeah. elephant <laughs> that you give birth to i mean it happens in the wild all yeah the time. <laughs> all right so yeah. how do you deal with and i don't know if this is in your book and we all know the the elephant hunter that thinks an ostrich is an elephant in other words <laughs> Okay. In other words, we have these people in our lives all the time, but how about those people who think they know their purpose, uh, but they're hunting ostriches? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, you Absolutely. just look at them like, would you shut up? What are you? <laughs> right. Right. They're, that's absolutely true. And I think what happens when those kind of thoughts or those things start to happen are if you don't have a compass, an elephant philosophy compass, right. you can't answer the question. Yeah. This is the key. And that's the thing most people don't want to do is create this compass because it is the thing that will determine, Are you? should I stop following that ostrich because I yeah. think it's an elephant? Should I stop doing this because this is what I think it is? If you haven't done your, your own 
elephant philosophy know. compass. Yeah. You can't look at your compass and say, oh, let me give you an example. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and my wife, I think, is listening to the show, so she'll love this. So oh, our wives are listening, too. <laughs> that was mine who called earlier and oh, said, oh, I forgot you were on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's what, I love, bed what I love about my wife is that she's got this gift of proofreading. Oh, she's my main proofreader for the final edits of my book. And you think, oh, isn't that cool, man? You can, I go, well, I thought so too, until <laughs> she sat <laughs> back and she got to a couple, a story I told in the book. It was really interesting, really fascinating. She told, she got this thing. It says, why do you make me look like such a bad, the, the bad person, the bad, the bad, the, the, the enemy in this, in this story? And I, and I, I said, what are you talking about? And, and I didn't, didn't understand what she was saying. I said, I've told that story so many times and it gets a laugh and it gets this. And I, and I read it again. And I said, you know, I'm going to pull out my compass. I pulled out my compass and I have a sheet that says, I love Laura. And I read it and I said, wow. she was right on. I was hurting her to get a laugh. To get a laugh. And I said, so I had, I modified, I, I didn't take the story out, but I modified it. So it didn't hurt her. Well, the heck with her if she can't take a joke. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead, coach. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry I'm late. Uh, love your speaker's enthusiasm. This is a great topic. It's Thank really, you, John. Really energizing. Yes, for sure. For sure. Great He's to be here. A little dark. Sorry. I'm actually spending the, the uh, holidays with my brother in Connecticut and I'm downstairs where it's quiet. And uh, but it's good to see you guys. That is you too, uh, for those of you out there, John Kennedy, the founder of Combat Brain Training that we now know as the Kennedy Method, as we're rebranding it, uh, has become a very close friend and um, uh, partner in this uh, this world of making a difference. So, what's absolutely uh, is that your purpose? Well, it's, yeah, it's a good question. My purpose in life, I believe, is we all want to get the, the abilities God has given us to help others. And this is where mine landed, um, changing people's brain to be more efficient focused, whether they're high performers, medium performers, or they're struggling with ADHD, depression, brain trauma, it doesn't matter if we use the ability God gave us to change our brains called neuroplasticity. And in the right way, we can make changes incredibly fast. And uh, and Tim actually has become a great partner. Tim is it's something better than me in some of this stuff. He's just great. He just filled in for me at a conference up in Winnipeg. They loved him. Um, so Tim is also really, really proficient at this. And John, that's what we do. Help John, people. thanks. There's no more room in this uh, in, Keep this, talking, in John. this studio. Keep talking. Is, is <laughs> he just, he's the elephant now. Hey, John, I got a question, John, I got a question for you. Sure. How long did it take for that realization of the Kennedy method is what you're going to yeah. bring in right now for that to come about. I mean, how many years? I mean, you don't have to tell me how old you are now, but well, yeah, no, it's one of those overnight successes that took 30 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So many, many years as a business process consultant, I worked at the top levels of Motorola and Aon and just helping businesses make more money basically until my brother inspired me when he came back from Iraq in 2006 to try to help our guys in uniform. And it was one of those serendipitous God week moments. I was shaking hands with a general at a Marine base after a long weekend of just exposing contractors to what our guys had to experience over there. And he just gave me this vision. What if you could do the same thing for the brain that you do for businesses? You could save lives instead of just making businesses more money. So that was the beginning of it. I did a big Department of Defense experiment, didn't know what was going to happen. The results blew us away. Um, a platoon of Marines who were struggling, three attempted suicides, failing all their pre-deployment uh, objectives three months later. Not only the best now platoon in that battalion, but one of the best ever to go through final pre-deployment training. And then it just spread. So Navy SEALs, snipers, pilots, and now on the um, and and the the cool thing was discovering that it accelerates recovery as well as just improves performance, and so you know like everything in life we're constantly learning, constantly improving. So it's been 15 years now, and I work with all kinds of people, but um, but it was that one moment where I thought it was possible and acted on it that made everything else after that possible. And I'm thinking 
that's and everybody it's always been this way where a purpose emerges yeah and it finds you and when yeah. it hits you it hits you in the chest and it's like oh my and you turn to it that's it yeah. yeah and i think who couldn't sit here right now and listen to john talk about this and be inspired by your passion and enthusiasm that's what i know happens yeah. i can tell yeah. it right now yeah yeah, yeah. I was and just I thinking think, that too. Right yeah. Just talking to a friend this morning, I think that's what happens is once you find your purpose, you can't help but be inspired and passionate about it. Yeah. It's like you're where you were meant to be. And uh, why would you ever want to stop doing that? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I, I, some yeah. people, they go, why? You know, I, my favorite audience, John, Well, uh, my favorite audience are people who are about to retire or they have retired. Favorite audience, because when I ask them this, these questions we've been talking about, and when they get the deer in the headlights, I mean, the deer in the head, they, they don't know how to answer it. And they go, right. when they stop doing what they've done their entire life, and I, I start smiling, I go, if you didn't have to make money anymore, what would you do? Yeah, right, and they look right. and they go, I, I don't know. <laughs> and they go, but when you find that piece, when that purpose emerges and, and you start doing that, it's like, I'll do that the rest of my life and never have to make money. And you're going, bingo. That's yeah. why you're on this planet. And then all of a sudden, these resources, John, right? The resources start to come in when that's you start right. to save lives or you're yep. affecting lives. That, to me, is that's elephant expansion. It's just, it explodes. Yep. Well, absolutely. Um, well, I, I appreciate that. However, life happens. So uh, if your purpose is to coach and you suck at it and can never win a game, <laughs> guess what's going to happen? Right. You are going to end up having to bail or quit or go, I guess, I, right? right? I mean, because right. your your purpose can be that and you can be terribly unsuccessful at your purpose. Right. Right. Well, I think you either need to realign your purpose to something that you're more gifted at or you need to get the gifts and talents to follow your purpose but you're right if if there's a dichotomy between the two you're not going to be very happy you're not going to help people right and then now follow me on this if the three-legged stool if you have if you do this brainstorm this is why I, i love this part of it because it's trial and error it is trial and error it is not something that is like this is the way it's going to be so all right let's brainstorm here's your top when you do your gifts, if you brainstorm your gifts, you're going to have probably 15, maybe even 20 gifts that are these things that are got in there. But you rank them in order. Top three, right? Now, let's just look at the top three gifts you've got. And then do the same thing in passions. Your top three passions. Mm-hmm. And then let's look at the top three. Think about this, John. The top three groups of people you can help with your, your gifts and your passion. And then you wrap a ribbon. So let's take gift number two and passion number one and... People I can serve, number four, wrap a ribbon around, jump in the water. And people go, oh, no, no, that's not it. I go, no, no, okay, well, how do we, why don't we go with gift number three, and we go to passion number four, and we go to group number one. Wrap a ribbon, jump in that water. Yeah. And, and people want to quit that. And I go, why would you want to quit right. that? You just, you know, it's I like the person who, yeah. the person who discovered gold, gold, the vein of gold was, what is it, a, 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 it was a foot away. Foot I can't away. remember that yeah. story. Yeah. Was a foot away, then stopped. Yeah. Well, you stop. Yep. Just keep going. And before you know it, eventually you, you hit the vein of gold. Well, it yeah. pops up and you go, oh. And that's what I was gonna say is maybe you're maybe you're maybe you're hunting elephants in a Wisconsin forest. And you're gonna be hunting a long time, <laughs> right? I mean right. maybe your purpose, purpose and passion is correct. Maybe you're just in right. the wrong arena. Wrong place. Exactly. Right. Well, think yeah. about you know, you said you're you're a crummy coach in the in the NFL or in, in, right. in basketball or whatever it is. But you're the most incredible coach one-on-one with someone to explain how to do something. Yeah. That's a gift that is usually God-given. Yeah. It can be trained and learned to be better. But that. you know what? If you take that one and then you apply it to all the, you know, that's what right. I think happens. I love that. Hey, um, I, we're going to jump right now to our good friend, Damon K. Ross, because uh, Damon has some things to talk about. Uh, so let's see what he has to say. That gives us some time to, to wrap up here at the end. So let's let's do this. Folks, you are listening to two bald guys and a microphone on 21.6 the net. This is the believe segment of the show. I am Damon K. Ross. Today we are talking about purpose hunting. Hunting for your purpose. Now, as always, those of you who regularly listen to the show, you know that I am not in the studio, so I have no idea what the guys are talking about and they have no idea what I'm going to say on the topic. So talking about purpose hunting, 
So when I got the email or the text message the other day saying that the topic was purpose hunting, I said, oh, cool. I just heard something really interesting about purpose that I would love to show. So one of my uh, mentors and teachers, uh, coach, Paul Blanchard, was uh, speaking to a group of us a week ago, and he talked about three priorities that we should have. Like, what are the main three priorities we should have? He said, it's yourself, your purpose, and your people. And the thing that I found really interesting when he talked about your purpose is how he described purpose, because most of us think of purpose as the thing that we're supposed to do, the thing that we're supposed to pursue. And his take on purpose was that purpose is who you are becoming. It is the energy that draws you into becoming more of you. And I thought, man, that is extremely interesting to me because I've never heard it put that way. As you think about it, or as I thought about it, it made a lot of sense about our purpose being who we are becoming or the energy that draws us into becoming more. Because even when you look at purpose as the thing that you are going after, the process of going after said thing, we are becoming a different person. We are becoming a better person. We are becoming more. And so talking about the energy that is drawn from us or that we draw into the becoming of a better version of ourselves within talking about passion or pursuing passion and talking about purpose hunting, or I should say purpose and not passion, is just a really interesting concept. Uh, and then there, there are many camps out there when you, when you look at purpose. Uh, I don't know the esteemed gentleman who is the guest for today's show, but I did notice that he wrote a book called Purpose Hunting. The book's not out yet, so obviously there's no time to review it. But just hearing the term, the idea that most people would come up with is that they're talking about going after something or pursuing something. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's another camp that would say your purpose is not something to be pursued, but something to attract. So all of this kind of ties together, you know, and there shouldn't be camps about fighting each other. But how do we look at all of this and how do we just figure out what purpose is and what it what is it what is it in terms of meaning in our lives and how do we find our purpose or pursue our purpose or become our purpose the idea is that we find a purpose that we understand we attract we come to a knowing of the purpose for our lives and so as i was thinking about this uh, more and more and you know what to share one of the things i thought of is is again looking at it from the perspective of your purpose being uh, who you are becoming and the energy that you draw into and as you become more you put yourself in a position where you begin to attract your purpose and as you begin to attract your purpose then that pursuit of your purpose becomes the hunt for the purpose and something that came to mind as I was thinking about this is that you should know what your purpose is if you're going to hunt for your purpose. It's no different than people that hunt game or hunt animals. When you go hunting, you know what you're hunting for. And that makes a world of difference because if you don't know what you're hunting for, then A, how do you know what weapons or what tools to bring along in order to capture or make the kill of your suit. So it's important to know what your purpose is as you pursue or hunt your purpose. And your purpose should be something that is very important to you and 
uh, as Paul talked about with the priorities, and some people may disagree or may look at it differently, but again, as he talked about it, it made a lot of sense. Your priorities are you, like the you that you are now, your purpose, as we've been talking about, and then your people. And some might say, well, no, your people should come after yourself and then your purpose. But he said something very interesting, uh, Paul, that is, said something very interesting, is he was saying that you, you know, of course, making yourself a priority because it, it is your life after all. So you should be the priority. And then your purpose, because he said, if you don't take care of yourself and if you're not actively in the pursuit or in the process of becoming that purpose, what you have is a depleted version of yourself that you are offering to other people and that is not the best version of yourself that you want to offer up to other people or have available for other people so i just found that all to be interesting but as we talk about purpose it is important for you to understand and figure out mind hunt whatever get to know what the purpose for your life is and how to incorporate all of the tools that you have all of the genius that you have into living and diving into your purpose because without purpose our lives can feel meaningless and empty so looking at those priorities again you your purpose and your people for the sake of this show, we're talking about your purpose. Really dive into that. Really start to dive into yourself and figuring out who you are. What is that natural genius that you have? What is that thing inside of you that makes life feel worth living? Continue to pursue that. Continue to find ways to become more, to pursue more, and to live fulfilled I am Kamon K. Ross, and as I often remind you, keep striving, stay humble, be bold, and always believe in you. Till next time. Once, right. One story that he brought out when he said you have to choose your weapons. Hmm. And for those of you who are, are not hunters, I you know I apologize in advance, but I was hunting with my cousin Mark, and he had he had a 10 gauge that we use for geese. He had a 20 gauge he used for pheasants. I noticed you have a pheasant feather in your hat. <laughs> and a pheasant ran across the road and we grabbed the, the guns and we got out into the field. And he goes, um, I said, I grabbed the 10 gauge. He said, you shoot first. I'm like, okay, well, the pheasant got up in front of him and he just, he pulled up naturally and shot with this 10 gauge and it erased the pheasant. The, the wings kind of fell to the ground. He picked the wrong weapon. Uh, so, you know, when he said, you know, make sure you're using the right weapons, you're picking the right tools uh, to go after. I really appreciated that. And the other thing I like uh, to kind of tie in, and you and I kind of whispered about it, is uh, you're becoming the elephant. You know, as, you're, as you're, you're hunting for the passion, you become your passion. And I, I thought, you know, I love Demond. Yeah, I do too. But I have an overwhelming urge to go watch 1970s motel porn right now. That music, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're going to talk on that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I mean, the Wiley Coyote uh, always picked the anvil. It never worked. Right. <laughs> right? Yep. I mean, so so the, so there is that, and of course, one of the best tools that you can get one of the best weapons that you can get is when your book comes out absolutely is, no, I is, is to understand that um it's going to hurt you're going to be stretched you got a claw uh you're going to be made uncomfortable but get through it absolutely and you know it's funny everything that uh Mont said in yeah. his message especially is wrapping around um your elephant philosophy compass yeah because you if you don't have a detailed understanding of who's the ideal person you want to be. Yeah. Then how are you going to ever hit that target? You're probably not. It's really hard to hit that target. 
And, and I, I just love what he said about that. And so, it, you know, we're talking what I love. I love this conversation because some people, this drives them nuts because yep. you may not sleep tonight. And I think that's good because you're thinking about things that you normally don't think about. Mm -hmm. And this thing about purpose, you become your purpose. What if you don't know your purpose? How do you start the path of trying to find it? And that's why I love the well, idea of, of going after looking for what you're passionate about first as one of the things to look for. I don't know. Um, I think I think a lot of it, and John, uh, I think a lot of what you do um, with with the Kennedy method and, and what you're doing is, and you see, I've I've got it written over here on my board, um, and it's it's number seven, and, and that's practice mindfulness, mm -hmm. right? I think a lot of times when we're purpose hunting, when we're trying to find our passion, what it is, um, we're not mindful, meaning we're not in the moment, mm -hmm. right? Um, the Kennedy method, you have to be, you, you have to be in the moment. You can't be out over your skis. Yeah. Uh, when you're hunting, you have to understand, I'm going to sit in this stand all day in hopes that my purpose or the elephant or whatever we want to call it walks, walks close enough for me to get a shot. Right. Right. Um, and, <coughs> and I, I believe too much of the anxiety in the world, too much of what's going on is when I get just a taste of that purpose elephant, <clears throat> I, I overindulge or I, you know, I jump on the back of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, there, there's a sense of, Oh man, I think I got it, but what happens next year? Right. And why didn't it happen two years ago? Right. So what happens in the mental arena? That's yeah. your, so let's talk about the seven arenas. Seven yeah. arenas are your uh, body, mind, and spirit. I always love that yep. body, mind, and spirit. So your physical arena, your uh, mental arena, and your spiritual arena, your, uh, then your family arena, then you've got your social arena, then you've got your financial arena and your fam uh, uh, career arena. Yeah. So when one of those arenas is out of balance or, you know, like you're touching your purpose in that, when do you know that it's time to refocus on one of the other arenas mm -hmm. that you're not, that are as, that is as important but you're not doing it. If you don't have a compass, I don't know how you do that. How do you right. stop? Uh, yeah. How do you stop and then say, oh, okay. Because, you know, how many times we've all met people who are successful in their business, in their career, and their family life is a mess. Or yeah. they've lost a, uh, their wife or their husband because they just pursued something that wasn't. Yeah. And, and so the balance, I think, is where the compass, if you don't have a compass, how do you stay balanced? Right. And you said it, you said it last mm -hmm. week with Alice in Wonderland, yeah. the Cheshire Cat's like, well, if you don't know where you're going, well. Doesn't matter what path you go. <laughs> what are your thoughts, John? No, I agree 100%. That's true. And that's, you know, that's part of what we try to do is by, you know, improving the core of all that, it'll help all those different areas. Um, but absolutely, you need a purpose. You need to have to reason why you're going to do it. And you might, um, I'm sorry, what, what's the guest name? Matt Barafato. Matt. Hey, Matt. Good to, see you. Good to, to meet you. Thanks, so Matt. I was thinking, John, John, Matt. You'd probably agree with this. So one of the things we found is the people we want to work with are uncomfortable people, right? If someone is is comfortable and uh, unconsciously incompetent and they're happy, that's fine. Let them live their life. But the people that want to improve, whether they're high performers or want to get better, or as you said, they, they have a couple of their areas of life, okay, but there's others they need to improve. Um, those are the people we want to help, right? Because they're motivated to make a change. That's exactly right. And you and I talked about it last time yeah. after the show. Yeah. I say, you know, if you want to really, when does someone want to pay attention? You know when it happens, John? This is when it happens. You go and attend the funeral or awake of someone that you loved or they loved you. Right. And you're there. And for me, it was my dad passed away yep. two the years COD. ago. And yeah. you look out and I looked in on myself and I yep. said, no guarantee I'm going to last that long. And there's got to be more than what I'm doing now. They're ready to now have this conversation about purpose. And that's when I then ask them the question, what is it that only you can do? And now, John, I ask you, what is it that only John can do with the time yeah. you have left to fulfill that purpose and to really find, you know, and like I say, once you know that, it's like, that's a great question because there's no guarantee. So that's why my book had to be done. It was like, no one else is going to finish my book. And guess right. what? Now the book is that close to being done. And, and in the next week, it'll be it'll be it'll be out there. And now the other book and story I have to tell is another one that I'm not going to share now yet. But it's a new story. But it's the same thing. What's the what is the thing that only you can do and accomplish? 
right? That was a question to you, John. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I would agree. Uh, you know, it, you're right. You got to you gotta find your purpose. And maybe you don't get it right away, right? Maybe as you guys were saying, if you think your purpose is to be a basketball coach and you lose all your games, maybe maybe your real purpose is to mentor youth, yeah. right? And you saw mm -hmm. that and basketball is just a way to get there. And so once you strip through the stuff that's not working to undercover your truth purpose, then that's what you need to do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, um, Matt has got a great podcast out there. Thank you. Right. Uh, and it's the purpose hunter, hunter podcast. podcast. Yeah, I love that. Love that name. Um, if you go out to, if you go out to Spotify, um, Google, wherever you, you know, uh, Podbean, whatever you, uh, catch your podcasts on, just punch in the purpose hunter podcast is going to be there. Um, and 17, 18 episodes, mm -hmm. something of that nature already. So there's some good stuff. And, and, and your podcast is designed where you're just talking to people who are hunting purpose, normal people, Absolutely. and sometimes not normal people. <laughs> is and I there look a at normal you. person? Yeah. <laughs> Bloomington's as close no, to normal as all I love my podcast because yeah. Yeah. all I'm doing is interviewing people. How did you find your purpose? Yeah. And then the greatest guests that I have are the ones that say, I'm not sure what my purpose is, but I think it's this. Yeah. And then they go, well, and then I, de I push them deeper to find, describe why are you, why do you say, how, where yeah. do you go? And so I, my goal is that someone listening to the podcast that isn't quite sure of their purpose might hear one thing yeah. that we say that oh, maybe that's for me. Maybe that's it. Uh, now, uh, some good news to share is we're, we're working on a deal with, with Matt to bring his podcast over to our radio side, um, which um, will be, I believe, um, Tuesday mornings at 7 um will be the new content that drops uh and you can listen uh just go to our website www.216thenet.com um and you can listen live on tuesday mornings to these uh, great and, and listen it's uh each each one's uh, about a half minutes. hour 30 minutes right um so it's a nice quick easy but what a great way to start start your your day on a tuesday to to get new content um on purpose on that's um, beautiful and yeah. someday john i'm inviting you i'd love to have you as a guest that oh, thanks awesome. yeah love and, to uh, and we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode tim's yeah. already been on there so you can find the episode that me and tim did Great. and I, I love people that um have tickled their purpose or found their purpose or don't yeah. know I, it doesn't matter i just like having a conversation yeah if there's a bad comment on the one with tim it wasn't from me <laughs> <laughs> there was about seven of them <laughs> yeah, they weren't all from me they're all, I from, mean, all uh, from my wife Shana yeah, right. uh, <laughs> says uh coach did you use the program in your recovery you seem to bounce back quick uh yes and, and i think it was kind of a godsend to go up to uh winnipeg and lead uh, the project managers institute with the brain training for about four hours that day because the it, method. it really the kennedy method yeah. uh yes as, as we are rebranding <laughs> uh, so yes it, it has really uh it's it's helped there's still moments there's going to be moments i mean he's not just my brother he's my best friend we talk multiple times a week uh, and sometimes we're just on the phone and, and saying nothing, which drove my wife nuts. You know, we're both holding the phone. We're just sitting there and she's like, are you going to say something? Uh, no, we're just connected right now. Uh, so I'm going to miss that. But uh, it is, uh, it's made a big difference. Uh, she also says, Kent, I heard shh, the adults are talking. <laughs> right. In my voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh listen this is uh this has been a great two-part series of, of purpose hunting and um I, I and we did two we did a two-part series number one because coach you weren't you were uh up in winnipeg last uh, up there in canada hey and <laughs> um and i know uh th this is important with how you coach and live and and whatnot but there are so many questions there were so many great things i wanted to continue the conversation i'm glad we did i'm glad we got um demand's uh, perspective on this as well um but i keep listen if people want to get in touch with you how do they do that because you you you're an author you will speak um you know you you can do events uh, but you also have the ability to do one-on-one -on -one absolute coaching with with, with somebody who's who's really searching for that. Absolutely. So yeah, the best way to reach me is Matt at thepurposehunter.com. Yep. com. That's the best way to reach it. And then you can, like you say, my podcast is the Purpose Hunter podcast. Yep. And uh, I have a course online 
but I, again, you, yeah. you just reach me. I can. I yeah. Can, and then you can just go to the purpose hunter.com. And that's yeah. where you'll find it. You realize we have two of the four gospels on today. we got Matthew and John. <laughs> Mark my word. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Luke for more. <laughs> that's right. And you had to be here for that too. Uh, but Matt Barifato, absolutely blessed to have you here. Thank you so much. We look forward to uh, really helping you uh, get and and change people's lives uh, one listener at a time. Uh, right here, twenty one six is going to be great. I love it. Thank you yeah, for that yeah. invitation. And that, I'm excited about that because it's it's my pat my purpose. One of the I put a number on this. I want to actually help 150,000 people find their purpose and live it every day. Now think about that. Awesome. Not just finding purpose. Right. I want them living it every day. And 150,000 is a lot of people. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd like millions, but I got to start somewhere. I'm starting. Yeah. So <laughs> Great. Here's here's the other thing that I'll say. Just a, a quick a quick story. Uh, you know, uh, just as, as you're digging through the dirt of your life, you come across an old matchbox car that's been buried in in that dirt just think of how at that moment how cool that is oh this has been in that dirt for a while this is a cool find right and uh and once you unearth and uncover your purpose it's going to be that same feeling right and that's why you need to be hunting love it yeah. john thanks for joining us connecticut right yeah. yeah connecticut for the holidays yeah thanks yep. yeah Christmas we'll have you back on as well, sir. Uh, Great. Your love time. Um, Thank love you, guys. Together. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you, John. Nice meeting you. Listen, care, probably guys. here at uh, 216 Net. We can't uh, thank you enough for getting caught in the net. Um, have a blessed Thanksgiving if you're an American celebrating Thanksgiving. Have a blessed Thursday if you're anywhere else around the world and you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, on Black Friday, go out and spend a lot of money on small business, <laughs> whatever, Monday or whatever cyber whatever it is uh, spend a lot of money locally john stick around for a second after we go off the air sure. but, uh, here we are my name is tim i am coach papa and i do approve this message god bless travel safe make this your best day yet have a happy thanksgiving enjoy your family but it is time to get off the bench and get back in the game there you go